0: thing you'll hear spoken about the Pittsburgh Pirates in the calendar year 2021. In fact, I'm going to ask respectfully, politely, that at the conclusion of this podcast, you delete this thing, blow it up into cyber eternity. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this, the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. hope you can check those out. Pirates are still a ways away from convening in Bradenton. We don't know exactly when that's going to be. The date is kind of in flux because there's a movement within Major League Baseball to see if maybe they can hang on for the vaccine so that players and staff and everybody else don't have to go through the same rigors and protocol to get baseball restarted. Of course, for that to happen, you know, we'd need to see the vaccine being a lot more efficiently distributed than it's been over its first month of existence. Between now and then, there is a chance that we won't see the National League Central, any team in the NL Central, sign a free agent. Oh, you know where I'm going with this. But it's true. We are here in the first week of January, after the cyber winter meetings, more than a month and a half since the opening of the open market. And what do you know, half of the major leagues 30 teams, 15 of them, have yet to sign a free agent to any contract covering seven figures. Not one. Not one. Understand that bare minimum, bare minimum in baseball is not that far from seven figures. Half of all the teams in the majors have yet to sign a single free agent, to put it more bluntly. The National League Central itself has not seen a single free agent signing. Not just the Pirates. We all talk about the Pirates. We focus on the Pirates. Nobody's expecting the Pirates to sign a free agent. They haven't signed one in a while unless you count Gerard Dyson, and I really don't. A very clear stopgap guy that cost very little came in, caught the ball for a little bit, and was shipped out. The Pirates don't sign free agents. They, They don't make a habit of doing that. But when you're seeing all of baseball heading in that direction because of the massive losses that all teams incurred in 2020 because of the coronavirus, because of the schedule being shortened to 60 games, because of having zero fans in attendance. The game is starting to feel a little different. It just is. Let's be more specific here. The Cubs had an option on John Lester, who's a guy who's, you know, Pirates fans are very familiar with him. He's he's had their number for a long time, including when the Pirates were good. They had a $25 million option. They paid $10 million to buy it out. They did keep Anthony Rizzo on a $16 million option, but imagine if they hadn't. They let Kyle Schwarber walk, which was unthinkable. Schwarber's not coming off a bad year. Schwarber's part of the, the team that finally broke through and won the World Series there. Just let him walk. Just let him walk. The Reds tried to keep Trevor Bauer, at least somewhat tried. They made the qualifying offer, but it was for $18.9 million. He said no, he's still parading himself all over baseball, prancing around the way he does. The Brewers have agreed to mutually to not pay Ryan Braun's option going into the coming year. Now, he's, he's older. He's 37. Hasn't made a decision about coming back, but if the Brewers had paid up, he'd He would have come back for sure. Cardinals. Don't forget about the Cardinals. Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright are both technically free agents as I'm saying this. Can you believe that? Either of those guys with what they've meant to the Cardinals. Like there's certain guys that you just find a way when they're that late in their careers and they're both 38 to just keep them in the fold. Just keep him around just out of respect to show the Cardinals' way and whatever else here, especially Yachty. I mean, I just – can you picture him in another uniform? You saw the way he played in 2022. He was amazing. Remember both games of the doubleheader against the Pirates? And he was throwing guys out and hitting the ball all over the place. Guy's got a lot of baseball left in him. He is a free agent. The Cardinals let Colton Wong go. They could have kept him on an option of $12.5 million. Just let him walk. Just let him walk. I don't need to tell any Pittsburgh baseball fan about Colton Wong's particular skill set. I just ran through the whole division except Pittsburgh, and every single team has taken not just a step backward, but a willful and deliberate step backward, in the name of finances. You still haven't figured out where I'm heading with this? Well, okay, there's an obvious thing here, and that is it's great news, great news for people who are in favor of a salary cap in the majors. Nothing could be better than to see teams at the very top of the spending chain, at the top of the revenue chain, struggling to pay the bills because that is the kind of thing that bands owners together, especially in a year where the labor agreement is due to expire, especially after all the nastiness of last summer. This is a dream come true in so many ways as it relates to the salary cap. But the other part is this. Look, I'm not going to be the dummy here maybe I am, who forecasts that the Pirates will be anything other than what they were in 2020. The only moves they've made of any significance since the closing of a 19 and 41 catastrophe was to send Josh Bell out for prospects and to cut Trevor Williams. Now you can say what you want about what those moves individually and so forth. My point is, is that They didn't exactly bolster their fortunes for 2021. But I could see a scenario, and this is the part you have to promise to delete, I could see a scenario in which the Pirates maybe don't look all that bad compared to the rest of the Central. If, if, and I underscore, and I capitalize, and I boldface, and I shoot fireworks off from the roof of that if if they can achieve significant bounce-backedness from some of their key players, notably Brian Reynolds, almost as notably Kevin Newman, Adam Frazier, Mitch Keller, if their younger players can step up, if they can show improvement, there is a chance because they'll be competing in a division that really wasn't very good in the first place, meaning in 2020. Don't forget, it's the only division in baseball where even though four teams made the playoffs, none of them won a single game. (laughs) Did you know that? (laughs) Between the Reds, Cardinals, Brewers, and Cubs, all made the playoffs all were wiped out without winning a single game. Now, granted, no one in Pittsburgh's in a position to laugh too much about that. But I'll laugh at least a little. It's not a great division. It's looking like it's going to be markedly worse in 2021. Again, one last time, I'm not being an idiot here. I'm not coming close to suggesting that the pirates will contend or anything stupid like that. But when you're talking about a team that's looking to bounce back, that's looking to build with younger guys, you do want them to experience some success, even if it's just individual success. And the less strong the rest of the central is, the better chance there is of that happening. Okay, now, now just go and blow this up. In fact. Blow it up sky high. Don't even come back and listen to just one question that I have coming after this break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore dealmaking across sports, media, and entertainment. it's time for Just One Question, and that's brought to you always on this program by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. If you're too busy to get down to Mike's, and he's on Federal Street, right across from PNC Park by the Willie Stargell statue, if you're too busy to get down there, you can choose your favorites from the more than 500 beers that he offers from the comfort of your own home. Just go online, mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu. All of Mike's absurd deals are available online the same way they are in person. Chiefly, the one in which you buy three crawlers and get three of them free. I know, right? (laughs) Choose beers for more than 50 local breweries. Mike will deliver, and when I say Mike, I mean sometimes Mike himself, across Allegheny County and up into the Cranberry area of Butler County. Again, visit mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu, or call 412-322-BEER to order and pay. Person must be 21, ID required, and present to receive delivery. The question comes from Don, who asks, Realistically, will the Pirates be contenders in five years with the lack of payroll? The payroll mythology and the payroll revisionist history train rolls on undeterred. Here we go, Don. I don't ever pretend to be capable of fighting off a massive misperception, but here I go. When the Pirates had the lowest by far payroll in the majors about a decade ago, it was stated that as the team would become competitive, they would spend more. And when the team got to being competitive... 2012, but really 2013, that was the year of the blackout game, 2014 and into 2015, the Pirates' payroll crossed into nine figures for the first time. They got over 100000000 million. They'd never done that before, and leading up to it, it amounted to what was pretty much a doubling of the payroll from the time that they said that they would do this. Was it enough? You can argue that. Should they have stepped up after 2015? You can't argue that. They absolutely should have. There's no question in my mind, there's no doubt in my mind that this was the greatest malfeasance, if that's the right word, of the Bob Nutting tenure, that they should have gotten... Some pitching, and they needed to do that from the outside, and they needed for it to be a heck of a lot better than Ryan Vogelsong and Juan Nicasio and John Neese. They blew it. Bob Nutting blew it. But the payroll, the payroll from the time they said it would go up when competitive, doubled. It went from roughly 50 to just over 100. Since then, it's gone back down since then there is a new management team the new management team has been brought here with the promise with the pledge that they control the purse strings and that when the time is right they can decide when to spend that money so if i go back to your question and you say will the pirates be contenders in five years with the lack of payroll You make it sound like the payroll is not going to change at all. And precedent tells you. This isn't me trying to put some spin on it or whatever else. I have no dog in this hunt or whatever the, the phrase would be. It's a fact. It happened. It happened. It got completely ignored, in particular by people who just do nothing other than bash the baseball team often on misperceptions, it actually happened. They doubled the payroll. They took it to a place where it had never been. And now they got to do it again. The onus is on Ben Charrington, and it's on the front office, but ultimately it is on Bob Nutting. It's on him to do that again, but this time... This time, when he finds or the team reaches that 2015 stage again where they win 98 games and they still have some pretty good talent in the fold and all they need to do is replace a couple of starting pitchers and the GM is like, "Ah, you know, I can do that for very little. I'll just go get Vogelsong and Nicasio. And even if that's entirely on the GM being meek, as I am told that he was, that's when the owner should step in and say, uh-uh, what are you doing here? We have a chance to really build something special here, including from the business standpoint, including making more money. Purely, purely from the position of Wanting to bring in more dollars to PNC Park, it's a no-brainer to put out the most competitive team that you possibly can. So when you reach that point, you don't just let it go. That's on nutting. But the idea, uh, the foundation of your question that the payroll is just going to sit there and stay the same... Precedent tells you exactly the opposite, even if it's unpopular to bring it up. I appreciate that question way more than you can know, John. I appreciate it so much. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody had a good uh, New Year's weekend. And we'll talk again tomorrow.